Welcome to Mile High Magazine with your hosts, Adam Morgan, Murphy Houston, and Melissa Moore. Mile High Magazine takes a look at the issues and people shaping Colorado, presented by the Public Affairs Department of Bonneville, Denver. Now, here's your host, Melissa Moore. Hi, it's Melissa Moore, and thank you so much for being a part of our Mile High Magazine again on this Sunday. Excited to talk about LLS today, and with me I have Jennifer Venegas, who's a volunteer and most importantly a survivor, and also Molly McNerney, who's the Senior Campaign Manager of Light the Night, and we'll get into that here in just a few minutes. Um, Molly, first off, let's talk a little bit about for people who are like, what is LLS? Let's just start with the basic. So at Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, our mission is to cure leukemia, lymphoma, Hodgkin's disease, and myeloma and improve the lives of patients and their families. Um, So we have a bold vision at LLS, and that is a world without blood cancers. Um, The impact that we're making here um, on the lives of patients and their families really give us confidence that we will cure this disease in our lifetime. And blood cancers are scary. I mean, when people hear that, they're like, what is that? I mean, we've all heard of lymphoma and we've heard of the different leukemia, blood cancers. But what actually do they do in your body? Let's kind of try and understand that first. Um, Blood cancer is is really a a disease of your immune system. And so we um, what we're doing at LLS, um, there are no screenings, no prevention truly for blood cancers. You don't go and uh, get a mammogram like you will with breast cancer. So we're we're looking at truly understanding where, what the research is there in order for us to better treat patients when they're diagnosed. Um, how whether it's chemotherapy, immunotherapy, um, bone marrow transplants. You know, we're really looking at what how we can support cutting edge research so that we can find those breakthroughs and find those cures. And I think that's what makes blood cancer so scary is there is no screening. Mm-hmm. There is no come in for your yearly blood check and let's just make sure there's a, there's nothing like that that tells you, hey, you've got a few markers. Hey, we mm-hmm. see something like that. Is that correct? Yes, uh, that that is cor- correct. And we're getting better at better at um, again, understanding the immune system, understanding, um, kind of taking a deep dive into the idea of personalized medicine. So looking at your body and your cells, understanding, you know, leukemia, lymphoma, um, Hodgkin's disease does not impact every single person the same way. So you really do need these kind of cutting edge options available to you. So your physician and your oncologist can say, okay, this is how we're going to best treat you. Because mm-hmm. um, every treatment's different. Every body's different. Every cancer is different. And that's what makes it so tricky. That's what makes it tricky. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that's why, I mean, Jennifer can speak to the importance of Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. We're focusing on that research. How do we bring better treatments and options available to patients? Also, how, how can we usher you through the process? So the patient access side of what we do, which is exactly how um, Jennifer found us and what mm-hmm. she continues to do. How can we be there for you, whether it's support groups, um, our first connection program connects patients with uh, also a, a recently diagnosed um, mentor. So you're understanding whether it's the prognosis of of your disease. Um, you're you're talking to someone else who is diagnosed mm-hmm. and understanding from them what that looks like, and and truly providing hope. I think that's what you. There's one thing to remember about LLS and Light the Night. It is bringing light to the darkness of cancer. 
And we'll get to talking about Light the Night. That is coming up here very soon. But first, Jennifer, tell me a little bit about your journey into finding LLS. Because first off, you're a survivor of leukemia. Is that right? Leukemia, yes. I was diagnosed five years ago with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And as you were talking about, it is a very scary thing. And it's very hard to diagnose. There's nothing that they say, yeah, check for these markers. In fact, it took uh, six months of going to five or six different doctors for different conditions I was experiencing. I was getting bruising or upset stomach, lots of infections. My gums started bleeding. uh, So I was going to dentist this or doctor this. And they never put all those together until one day I went to work and I passed out. I had for months been uh, losing my breath and not being able to catch my breath. And they finally did um, the blood checks or the, the blood result, the tests, and saw that I was deathly sick with leukemia and admitted me to the hospital immediately. But when they when the doctor came to my um, my hospital room, he said, well, honey, you've got it. And it was like, I have what? What does that mean? What did, What is leukemia? I didn't even understand. And then slowly starting to understand that it's a cancer that attacks your blood, that it's in your blood, it's part of your bone marrow, and it, it attacks your immune system. And so your immune system is broken. It doesn't know how to work. It doesn't know how to identify the cancer cells and fight them. It sees them as as positive. It sees them as belonging there. And so it doesn't have a, a place to fight. So my first um, experience with the leukemia, and leukemia is so much different than other cancers because once you're admitted, you're there for three or four weeks at a time. Oh, my goodness. So it's it's a 24-hour treatment, and then they give you 24 hours of the antidote, and then you're there to make sure that your system is responding because it is a full-body type of thing. That was the, you know, the scary part is, what do you mean I can't go to work tomorrow? I mean, that's your first instinct is, sure. I'm here for 30 days. Are, are you kidding I think another thing that was very remarkable, and this is where LLS comes into play, is that 10 years ago, my diagnosis was a death sentence. It was something where um, they didn't have a cure. They didn't have really very good treatments for it. Five years ago, when I was diagnosed, they used the word cured right away, that there's a cure for it. It was a very ongoing six months of uh, chemotherapy and radiation, and I had to do a stem cell um transplant. My sister, luckily, was my savior. She was an exact match, so I got my stem cell transplant. So I'm cured. I'm five years in full remission, which is outstanding. The thing, the stories I'm hearing now, though, are, hey, try this pill. Let's see if this pill can help. And come to find out, so much of that research and so much of that medical advancement comes directly from the support of LLS and the the support of of the um, the trials that they're doing and the um, talking to senators and congressmen and trying to really get that out there so that people understand we have moved so far, but we still have a far way to go. Right. And I'm so glad you're here and you look healthy and you look fabulous and you decided to get involved with LLS. Obviously, you're a survivor, but why? What What told you, yeah, I, I want to give back. I want to do this. Well, unfortunately, but fortunately, um, I because leukemia is a very isolating thing. Um, you can't have friends come in. It's attacking your immune system. So um, I constantly was looking for outreach and for groups, but couldn't really find anything because you are so isolate, isolated until I found one of the cards for the Light the Night and for the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, and they have a yearly conference in April. 
So I went to the conference, and on the form it says, check this box if you want to volunteer, and I checked the box. Um, the conference itself, it was phenomenal. It helped me find a community that helps with everything from financial assistance to reaching out to working with caregivers to working with the professionals um, to helping people see that they're not alone, which was a it was a healing thing for me and part of my recovery because I was a teacher and an educator and a school administrator before all this happened. And unfortunately, because of my suppressed immune system, I couldn't be in the classrooms anymore. But I still wanted to give back and I still wanted to teach and lead and guide and and disseminate information. And LLS was the perfect fit for me. Just being able to go out and inform and um, give the information so that other people don't feel as alone as I did for so long. I can't even imagine, especially like you said, you go into the hospital and you're not leaving. I mean, who expects that to happen? And you have a job and you have a family and it's attacking everything. And now you're isolated too. Yes, exactly. Emotionally, that has to be a really difficult diagnosis. To be honest, yes, absolutely. It's, it's, um, again, I didn't know that leukemia was even a cancer. Mm. I just didn't understand all of that before I got diagnosed. But I was so sick at the time. It was kind of like I it wasn't my reality. I was mm-hmm. watching somebody else go through those steps. Right. And so it was, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing. I thought I was going in for like a blood um, transfusion for anemia. That's how simple I thought it was. Come to find out it, I might have not have made it through the night without having oh. that transfusion. So it does rack your brain from it, it's an immediate halt to your life i mean every everything just right. stops and my son was um, god bless him an eighth grader in middle school and so trying to figure out husband and son and you know sporting events and how, all of that was at that point completely out of my hands i had to yeah sit there and listen to my doctors which were amazing and just listen to what they had to say about what my prognosis was and um, what my treatments were day, were day to day. And I think that's what got me through is just, mm-hmm. okay, I'm here today. Let's get through today. The next right thing was exactly. in front of me next. Mm-hmm. Your story is incredible. And I love how you're giving back and LLS, big fundraiser coming up, mm-hmm. light the night. Tell me when it is, where it is, and let's get that information out there for folks. Absolutely. So um, we will, in a way, get to celebrate Jennifer and her fellow, fellow survivors on Thursday. Um, light the night. Annually, we have over a million walkers. So across the country at our different events. Ours in Rocky Mountain um, is on Thursday, September 26th. Sixth um, doors open, so to speak, at five thirty. Registration and festivities begin at five thirty at Washington Park, and um, seven o'clock is when our um, ceremony begins, our opening ceremony. And so, um, I will say it's it's an emotional night. So anyone who's been impacted by cancer, we're talking over ten thousand people in Denver are coming to Wash Park um, with us on Thursday. We have um, people like Jennifer, our survivors. They'll be carrying white lanterns. Every survivor, regardless of if it's a blood cancer survivor, you will will give you a white lantern to carry to kind of celebrate your survivorship and the journey you've been through. Um, the yellow lanterns, the gold lanterns, represent those we have lost. So um, when you're visually at the walk and you see 10,000 lanterns, some are red in support of cancer patients, some are white, and some are gold, um, it really is understanding we've come far, um, and there are a lot 
we've, we've been able to impact and um, help some of those survivor stories, but we also have a long way to go when you see those gold lanterns of those that we've lost. And so we really are. It's a honoring and remembering and celebrating anyone who's been impacted by cancer. And we hope we hope you'll join us. Uh, we hope to see as many friendly faces out there in the crowd. Sadly, we all have our own cancer stories that we carry with us. Um, and we would love to, for you to be a part of Light the Night. And how are you going to make money? Like, do you need to register? How does this all work? Because we want to make as much yeah. money yeah. for LLS as we can. Absolutely. Um, so you can go to our website, lightthenight.org slash Rocky Mountain. Um, and that's where you can register or create your own team. So uh, the way it works is we have teams. Again, we have a corporate team. So companies all around Denver have their own teams. They're raising money. They're holding fundraisers. They're um, showing, building camaraderie, coming out together. We have family and friends teams like Jennifer, um, bringing your friends and family along. Um, and then we have just folks who who truly want to remember their own journey or maybe um, commemorate someone they've lost. And so we have individuals who can register on their own. You can create a team, register on your own, and, and it's open. It's family-friendly. Bring whoever you'd like. We will give everyone a lantern whether you have registered or not. Um, if you have registered and fundraised $100 or more, you get a Light the Night t-shirt. Um, and and we also have a, a food tent where you can grab some, some food, some drinks, um, hang out with your friends and family. And that's also special for some of our folks who've raised $1,000 and above. So we really are trying to celebrate um, the fundraising success of our team teammates and walkers because that's what moves the needle truthfully we are able, we've been able to invest over a billion dollars in cancer research i love it and we um, have a goal on thursday evening of raising 1.7 million dollars and every single penny counts I love it. Well, I'm so glad the work you're doing. Jennifer, thank you for being here today and sharing your story. I know from working with Cozy for so many years and working for the this company and uh, the people who go out there and walk, it's always an emotional walk, but also one of a celebration of how mm-hmm. far we've come. So yeah. thank you for being here. Once again, Light the Night, the big fundraiser for LLS, which is the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. That is coming up next Thursday night, September 26th. Doors open, although it's at Wash Park at <laughs> 5 30 and there's going to be food trucks out there and it's a lot of fun but it's also just a really great time to come together in the community and one more time molly what is the website uh slash rocky mountain all right thank yeah. you so much molly mcnearney mcnearney yep, did I say you got that? It. all right <laughs> molly mcnearney and jennifer thank you so much for being here and spending your time with us i'm melissa moore it is mile high magazine go out have a great blessed sunday and don't forget you can listen to this again and share it go to the website it's on a podcast